Welcome back to the Orange Boy Inquiry, where it is Halloween. Spooky times are upon us. I'm a ghost. Our sponsor is Pumpkins. That's a skeleton sound. Pumpkins. That is definitely not a skeleton sound. Well, this is a spider wearing flip flops. Well, the sound that I'm going to convey is the sound of a glorious, beautiful pumpkin. Yeah, that was it. Well done. That was it. (laughs) That was really good. Calm, serene, sophisticated. Beautiful. Glorious, beautiful. All these words can easily be used to describe a pumpkin. Now, everyone's favorite food is already pumpkin. Yes, that's true. So we don't really need to advertise pumpkin <laughs> as a food. But they've given us a substantial amount of money to make sure that we help you understand that pumpkin is good to eat. Yeah, it's crazy so that please. they gave us that amount of money and not an actual ad to read. They just said, talk about pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> well, specifically, they said, talk about how yummy pumpkins are. <laughs> But what about their versatile husk? Yeah, can what, can you, what husk? can you do with the pumpkin husk? Oh, their husk. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have even mentioned their husk. Orange, smooth, mm. indescribably warm. You can sew it into a vest. You can wear it as a hat. You can give it to your grandmother. As a knitted pair of mittens. There is virtually nothing you cannot do with the husk of a pumpkin. However, we all know that the true glory, the true beauty, the true nectar lies within the pumpkin meat. (laughs) Digging in to a pumpkin with your family, the bunch of spoons, cracking it open and just going to town. There's nothing greater than a nice pumpkin stew. Raw, unhinged, and delicious. Welcome back to the Orange Boy Inquiry. My name is Lucas. My name is Jared. My name is Niall. And it has not quite been (laughs) six weeks since our last one. So I can't say it's been a hot minute, but it certainly has been over an entire month. Last one was September 27th. It's been more than a minute. It's been more than a minute, but not quite a full hot minute. Yeah. I think it's been almost basically five weeks, so not quite. The minute is is warming up. We had previously determined. (laughs) Yes. The minute was put in the oven. Yep. The it's oven was not there, preheated. Not it wasn't preheated. <laughs> yep. We were impatient about waiting for the oven to heat before we put the minute in. Which is good yep. for you all. Because here we are. True. Because it's not quite hot, but it is a little warm. Mm-hmm. So we <laughs> are here on Halloween. The day of... The, the <laughs> don't, don't try to touch the minute. Even if it's just warm, it's too hot to hold. It's you too can't hot be to holding hold that minute. And even <laughs> even though this episode is probably mid to late afternoon on Halloween, 
which is a Sunday, and you're probably doing better things. We wanted to get you this episode out because we wanted to talk about horror movies and spooky times, and there's nothing better, no better day to do that than the only one and only All Hallows' Eve. I don't know why it's called that, but that's today. And so <laughs> we're going to talk about horror movies. All of our research was on pumpkins. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We well, didn't, we didn't look up the history of All Hallows' Eve because we were too, Unfortunately, too busy looking at the pumpkins. Pumpkins, and their, all their lore, uses. Their, their initial <laughs> conception. Unfortunately, we did not get to delve too deep into the pumpkin lore of how they were created. <laughs> By Pumpkin McAllister, the pumpkin god and lord of all pumpkins. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. super interesting. If you ever want to learn about how pumpkins came into existence, just Google pumpkin lore and <laughs> you'll have a lot of yeah, cool stuff. A lot yeah. comes up. I actually um, just Googled uh, Halloween lore, though, to learn it. And it turns out that Halloween oh, nice. was invented um, in 1960 by Hal Owens. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah, he uh, he wanted Halloween. Well, he wanted everybody to have a day where everybody could just be spooky because he thought we can't be we can't be all spooky like this all year because pre 1960s. It was just, you know, a free-for-all. It was of, illegal of, to be spooky. Of uh, spooks. Well, here's the thing. It was illegal to be spooky, but just like prohibition, that made it spread like a wildfire. So of everybody course, wanted to so spook. There were spooks in every corner. And so Hal Owens said, uh, I hereby declare this, the 31st of October, to be Hal Owens Day. Um, and uh, the, over time, uh, people uh, kind of just, you know, it, it, like, a, like a game of telephone, telling one person to another. It just kind of got changed. Hal Owens, Hal Owens, Halloween, Halloween. And uh, that's where we are now. Oh. Wow. So thank you, Hal, above all, I guess, mm-hmm. who technically, I guess, would be the pumpkin god, since pumpkins really didn't come around until the late 1960s. Right. Yeah. They didn't really exist That's... before then. And then they were added in the mainstream fruits and vegetables market, probably 1970s. Right. And then they were like as common as peas and broccoli and apples and oranges around early 1980s. Right. And then the great pumpkin so. shortage in the 90s. Uh, which, of course, which revitalized of course. their popularity as bad when they as came the, back in the 2000s. Yep, of course. Almost as bad as the Great Irish Potato Famine. Right. But luckily not quite as severe. This is a good episode Only. about entertainment on our entertainment <laughs> podcast. <laughs> hey, are you saying you're not entertained by the pumpkin? Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> are you not entertained listening to nonsense ramblings from... <laughs> 45 minutes. So what are we going to talk about today, Lucas? Yeah. Yeah, so um, it's nice to preface sometimes with a little bit of lore, because it is <laughs> Halloween, um, like I previously mentioned, and we are going to talk about horror movies, and so <gasps> oh. I personally really like a good horror movie and really do not like a bad horror movie, and yeah. there are a lot of bad horror movies out there, True. but when they are done right and they're done well, then I'm very much happy about it because it's a really cool genre and it can it can be a cool way to tell a story, but so frequently it's like, this was just a bad movie. Yeah. And it's not scary and it's just lo- super low budget so they didn't really care, they didn't put a lot of money and time and like real effort or passion into the production. It was just like, hey, let's make Saw 9. 
Yeah, it'll make money. And so they just (laughs) make Saw 9, and then it's just not very good. True. But, um, yeah, overall, I love the genre, though. There are a lot of cool horror movies. And so, yeah, let's, uh, let's hop to it, I think, unless you guys have any... Thing you want to say about the general existence of horror movies? No, I already talked about Halloween's. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jared. Uh, do we have any? Do we have any news or updates? Because oh. again, it's been a minute. Oh yeah. I've got. Some I know. We, I know we're a, the pumpkins and the the spooks are getting us very excited to talk about horror movie. But boy, howdy, do I want to hear all about your your past month and watching. And also the news, because, you know, you boy don't stay informed. Also, for the listeners, we all dressed up for this podcast. Yeah, if you Um, want to describe your costumes. Yeah. Yep. Um, So I am a dystopian space cowboy. Um, In the future that I'm from, space cowboys also put out fires. And so I'm just kind of like a space fire investigator with a cowboy hat. So just imagine that. Yeah. Uh, Because I kind of nailed it. So that's what that's what this is. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Nice. I was confused about it at first, but with the explanation. Yeah. yeah okay. That it, makes more sense as you, as you've explained it. Of course. Like obviously, I, I feel kind of dumb actually now, but thank you. So I might say yeehaw or zoopzorp, which is the yeehaw of space. Right. Okay. As we all know. Zoopzorp. Okay. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> I was always curious about what the yeehaw of space would be. So that's helpful now. Mm-hmm. Lucas, describe your uh, your costume. Yeah, I mean, is that what I think it is? or? So or it is, is actually. Different? It is. It's Arwen from uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> okay. Okay, so that's what I thought. I, yeah. As you know, as I've mentioned, uh, Lord of the Rings is my favorite movie. And Arwen, actually, the actress who plays Liv, Liv Tyler, the actress who plays Arwen, who is son of whoever daughter of the Aerosmith even. guy is. Stephen Tyler. <laughs> daughter of Stephen Tyler. Yes. There we go. Well, I say son because it's the next thing I'm going to preface it with. She actually is seven foot two. So they had to do a lot of perspective shifting stuff on the set of Lord of the Rings because of how tall she is which was kind of interesting because they had to do a lot of short perspective shifting things for obviously the hobbits because those actors aren't actually that small. Um, but she was so large and she was over 400 pounds. She was just yoked out of her mind that they right. had to really do a lot of CGI touch up whenever she interacted with Aragorn, Viggo Mortensen, because every time she would give him a hug or kiss him, he would you His know, bones crack would a couple bones. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so it was kind of unsafe, so they had to do a lot of kind of CG. It looks great for the time, especially. Right. I mean, in the early 2000s, that CG is phenomenal. Um, but anyway, you know, as so you may know. your costume is... Well, so it's Because it looks like just like a, of, a gold ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's her... Okay, so it's a little bit of fan fiction. It's her Liv Tyler as the yoked version, but oh. also if she had gotten the ring how much more powerful she would oh, become. Gotcha. And so that's okay, why that's why my hair is standing up all the way, and I just have this, <laughs> you know, huge... It's not quite an afro, because it's not, like, frizzy, but it's just sticking straight out. Right. And then, obviously, we have her classic blue-green dress, but it's all shredded. Kind of like the Hulk. Right, hulked out. Um, I like it. Like, hulked out almost. 
Um, because as you may know, I am super tall, and so I and jacked. Apparently. Just thought I and right. and four hundred yeah, pounds of jack. I, I mean, I didn't want to flex. Cultivated mass. I mean, I'm basically didn't want to flex. He likes the strongest that person. <laughs> yeah. So that I just thought I'd go off yeah. of my inspiration. Live Tyler a little bit of my own twist on it with the ring and everything. Yeah. So it was, and, it was a little bit fun. Well, and for the listeners, that uh, behind the scenes info that he gave you about Live Tyler's size and strength um, is actually where. Viggo Mortensen's uh, very famous um, quotation from the set where he said, oof, ouch, my crackling bones. Um, that was... <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the context that for that. That was the context yeah. for that because she would hug yep. him and It, it can be a little crackle. bit weird out of... I mean, it's obviously inspiring and inimitable even without the context, but now that you know why he said it, it's kind of cool to get the history behind it. Yeah. Yeah, this is embarrassing because I know Niall was going to also do that costume. Well, yeah, I was going oh, to also really? do that costume, um, but I heard, well, I heard that, you, that you were going to do it, and so I still had a week um, to get uh, my costume together. So um, I am obviously, as you can tell, I'm dressed up as Thing 2. Um, yeah, of course, obviously. <laughs> so he's the best of the things. Um <laughs> He's, as you know, kind of the more quirky one. Uh, got a little bit more of a personality. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I think that's so funny. <laughs> I, I, uh, so I was just in, costume. <laughs> I was just in Florida with my family. Um, we oh, yeah, he's around so here bit, somewhere. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The other guys. Uh, it's gotta, it's no, to make no, it so that when alone. I show up to Halloween parties, people don't think that I showed up alone. I I'm just yeah. looking for who I came with. <laughs> looking no, he, for thing one. He's nobody. Joking. Nobody would just come to a party dressed as only Luigi. There has to be a Mario. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can go as Mario, but you can't go yeah. as just no. Luigi. So I was in Florida at Universal. They have like a Seuss land, like a, a Dr. Seuss area, and they sell a ton of merchandise, of course, and shirts and whatever. And some of the shirts are like thing one, thing two, and they go all the way up to like thing seven. Sheesh. And my brothers and I were like, what if you just bought like a thing four shirt and you just <laughs> wore that like around, <laughs> like outside of Universal? You just like show up to school, or, like an event, and you just have a thing four shirt on. It's just like, why? Why thing that? four? <laughs> like, just like an arbitrary number that's higher than thing one would just be so funny. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, anyway, that's my costume. Anyway. Cool. Uh, we all look great. Now, back to the yeah, worst episode of the Orange yeah. Boys yet. We'll do. We'll do. We'll do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. We'll do news on a different episode. We'll just get into the horror movies, I think. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's a good point, actually. But there's, there's one horror news, right, that just came out? Um, oh, horror movies are canceled, unfortunately. They'll never make another one. Oh, no. I know, it's a bummer. But at least we got, you know, 30 years of horror movies because they never made one before the 90s. Right. Well, I have some news. And okay, that let's is hear. A new movie just hit the theaters. It's called Last Halloween Night Kills. In Soho, I think. <laughs> yep, and Last Night in Soho. <laughs> it is by a director named Edgar Wright, and it stars some people yeah. you might recognize. And so it's kind of spooky, and I haven't seen it. 
Um, I was going to say, have you watched it? I oh, saw I watched the trailer it. once. I was too busy so seeing Dune means... for a third time. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess since I'm the only one who's seen it, that makes me the best. That is true. He's the biggest yeah. boy and the best boy. The biggest and best. I guess I'm the only real Edgar Wright fan because I supported him. So That's true. I, so I, I guess... wave my white flag. Yep, I concede to you, sir. I guess you guys are not quite as cool as me or dedicated as a fan to Edgar William Wright. So. Sad zeep zoop. <laughs> <laughs> but it legitimately was good. Um, good. Anyway. I, I'm excited uh, to see it. Sick, But look, yeah. guys, good. I had some news. Good job, well, let's Jared. talk about it. I'm proud of we'll, you. We'll do it in the... Let, so we're gonna do a double whammy, as far as like, since to kind of make up for stuff. So we have a Dune episode coming out tomorrow, which will be November first. Oh my gosh! Um, so that's news to Niall and Jared. <laughs> well, we just <laughs> committed to doing that. <laughs> I've got stuff to do, today, um, you guys. <laughs> yeah, you got jerky to dehydrate. Yeah. That is stuff. It's, I'm sure it's, it's yum. true. Hey guys, speaking of dehydrated, <laughs> what's the best horror? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good to have the king of uh, yeah, improvisational comedy and also hashtag segways king. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm nervous, you guys. Before we continue, I'm nervous that my. Hal Owens joke didn't go completely appreciated. I came up with that just in my brain. Oh, it's so I good. I appreciated it. <laughs> I liked I it loved a lot. It. All right. I didn't it was wanna, glorious. I didn't want to laugh. Pee my pants a little bit when I, heard I want it. the I listeners thought... to know that I am a comedic genius. You might think that it's Jared <laughs> and Lucas that are pulling all the weight, but that was not a Google search. That was my brain. <laughs> That's so so wild. good. Oh my gosh. Just like how Jared comes up with those segues every time, and they're so good. <laughs> I just feel marginalized, and so I had one good joke, and I want to I wanna capitalize on that. Well, well, you certainly can. Niall, I'm glad you said that, because sometimes... <laughs> oh. Oh? Sometimes you're able to come up with something good. Oh? Right? True. You are, we are, you know, we all can. But sometimes you come up with things that are the best. Oh, and that's a good segue into my question about these movies. Oh, really? what? Well, we wow. haven't even answered Jared's question yet. Has Jared no. even asked his question? I don't think he has. <laughs> no. Yeah, he did. No, I was joking about Niall's question earlier. I need Niall oh. to ask it. <laughs> Here's my question. What's the best uh, horror movie? That's your question? Oh, that's a yeah. good question. I thought that was Jared's question. No, no that's my next. question. <laughs> Oh, that's why I'm so confused. I'm no, such that's a why I'm so freaking dumb. confused. <laughs> yeah. Said, give me something spooky. Give me something spooky. It's like, wait, is your name also John? Uh, no. no. That's why I'm so fucking confused. Okay. Uh, what do you guys think you is the best sorry, horror movie? Last, last, um, oh, last aside before we actually answer <laughs> some questions. Please. Please. Before we actually inquire, as our title suggests, um, <laughs> I think you should leave. The bones are their money. Google that. 
for some good Halloween jest. Are there money? Are there so money? are the so worms. are the worms. <laughs> it is very good. Get another chance at life. Okay, uh, what's the best Halloween movie or uh, uh, horror movie? Spook. Horror. Spooky. Horror. Spooky. Okay, I'm going to horror go first. Door. Um, because here's the thing, guys. I'm not the biggest horror guy. I don't like scary movies. I probably should have said that when Lucas asked us if we <laughs> wanted to say anything else. But hell, <laughs> it's just been that kind of day. So, one that I have watched the most times, and I don't, you know, you guys might not even consider it's a horror movie, but that's what it would say on the, on the Blu-ray. So, and it was, it's a very classic one, and it's also the first blockbuster ever. And this is, of course, Jaws. Jaws. Oh, yes. Uh, I, th- I definitely consider horror. Okay. Oh, yeah, good, for good, sure. Good. Um, Jaws, obviously, is... We could, we could do a whole episode on it, because it, it was revolutionary. True. It's the first actual blockbuster where people lined up to go see it down the street. Um, and Steven Spielberg just does such a great job um, building suspense throughout the whole movie... You're actually scared whenever anyone's in the water because you never know where this creature is. And it's there's no real, like, jump scares or, like, anything that's the, you know, classic horror tropes. It's just really good storytelling based around really interesting characters um, in, a cool, in a cool situation. And, you know, I, I love it. So Jaws is my answer, I think, is the best. Um, but it's, you know, maybe not the first one that comes to mind when you think horror movie. Yeah, it's, it's truly awesome. I love Jaws so much as well. It's such a good one. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. I would say it's in like my top 10 of all time. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Excuse me. All right, my favorite horror movie or the best horror movie I guess is technically the question he asked mm-hmm. or the best spooky movie um <laughs> I would say is Psycho Psycho I've, uh, good answer I've mentioned my love for this movie previously on the podcast yeah. but that was basically a year ago and so I'm just gonna restate Crazy. why that movie is so good <laughs> and you were talking about yeah, that's you were one. talking about what like Psycho 2000 right When whenever the <laughs> Yeah, the shot-by-shot remake, because I hadn't watched the original version, because I don't watch movies that are in black and white or made before the year 2000. And so you figured so, you would want to watch Psycho, but with, who is it, Vince Vaughn? Vince Vaughn, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it literally is Vince Vaughn. I don't, I don't know how that movie got made, but whatever. Um, the 1960 original Alfred Hitchcock classic, Psycho, excellence. Also, I just want to make... Sometimes you can't quite tell when we're joking. I watch movies that are made before the year 2000, just to be clear. And I love <laughs> movies that are in black and white. <laughs> Let me just make that clear. So just to make sure you understand, I do watch movies made before the year 2000, and I do watch movies that are black and white. All right, all right. <laughs> sure Even <you> movies. <laughs> that... <laughs> okay, guys, come on. Come on. Please okay. just believe me. No, we time. believe just you. Like under- yeah, I'm, no, I'm for sure. Yeah. Come on. Big wink. Guys, please, please, I'm not joking. Like, just, I actually do watch those movies. 
I'm not just one of those plebeians who only watches movies that are made when I was alive and are in color. I actually watch real life movies that were made in black and white and before the year 2000. See, I, I only watch that. I only watch real life movies. Real life movies in person um on a As stage. Occurring. Um yeah. <laughs> I I only watch movies where the protagonist is a dog. That's true, Marmaduke. Yeah, I like my. Mar- Marmaduke I like that one. one through five. <laughs> Marmaduke and Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> one through five. Beverly Hills Chihuahua has that scene that's pretty scary. Where aren't they in like? They're like a they dog go to meat like factory. Well, kind of. They go to like a <laughs> like a dog fighting place or something, and they like free the dogs or I don't know. It's been a long time since I've watched Beverly Hills Chihuahua, but you could consider <laughs> anyway, that movie a horror know. movie. Um, (laughs) I consider it horror now that you've drudged up those painful memories (laughs) Um, all those years of therapy trying to delete that movie from my mind and you just erased it with a simple comment you're back, you're back in it (laughs) Um, back in this living terror of Beverly Hills Chihuahua Guys, we gotta get this psycho, or we cannot <laughs> post this episode. <laughs> yes, we will. Maybe and it'll we be just glorious. post it after this anyway. question. I don't know. Nineteen um. sixty classic Alfred Hitchcock. Hitchcock, Psycho. I love it. It's amazing. Watch it if you're willing to watch a movie before two thousand. That's in black and white. I would recommend so much and if you're not willing to watch a movie that's in black and white from before 2000 Beverly Hills Chihuahua is a great alternative to Psycho um my favorite (laughs) 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 uh (laughs) okay you guys this is chaos this is chaos we Okay. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. That's just no. my new D&D character's name. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> um, also, let me, just, let me just throw out my honorable mention, which was going to be Alien. Another not... Maybe you wouldn't consider it horror. Maybe you'd consider it more sci-fi, but it's really awesome and good. Yeah, dude, it is Alien good. is great. <laughs> it's, it's, it's suspenseful. Alien uh, 1. Then I'll give my honorable mention, but I don't want... I don't think Niall would say it anyway. What? Because I think I know what Niall's going to say. Okay. So, I'll give my honorable mention, and that is the original Conjuring. Oh yeah, big oh, time. Oh yeah, that's that a good one. Is, is I like that one good. a lot. Big time. That's, that is that's more of a traditional. You think horror? Yeah. and possessions and that kind of stuff. So. That's straight up like the horror movie a little bit of like you know recent years. Yeah, <coughs> I mean, and it's it's in the time frame Lucas watches movies, so right. he's seen it. True. Yeah. Came out relatively near Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> Close enough um, to the point that I could justify watching it. Yeah. Okay, here's my answer and my honorable mention. My answer, I think, might surprise you because I think you oh. might think that I was going to say the Babadook. But nah. I'm not going to say the Babadook. I thought you were going to say the Orphanage. Okay, I thought you were going to well, say the Orphanage. Go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> then it won't surprise you. My answer is the Orphanage. Um <laughs> But that movie, straight up, like, not only is it, like, I think the best horror movie, but I think it's, like, straight up, like, one of the best movies. Like, I just, that movie really moves me to all kinds of emotions every time I watch it, and it's great. Um, What is what is it in Spanish? Isn't it originally in Spanish? Yeah, El Orfanato. 
Ooh, nice. And so it's in Spanish. Um, you watch it with subtitles, which somehow I can never convince anybody to watch that with me, but everybody wants to watch Squid Game. I just don't get uh, it, you guys. <laughs> but do you? <coughs> I do you watch it with Squid subtitles? Game. Yeah. Because it's, even now that you speak, even now that Spanish. I speak Spanish, because the Spanish that I speak is uh, South American, and uh, uh, this is Spain Spanish, which is actually like uh, kind of surprisingly different, and the pronunciation is very very different. And uh, gotcha. when th- when they get going fast, it's really hard to understand, and so I still like to just not have to worry about feeling like I'm missing something. Mm. Yeah, police Cubilianos, you know. Yeah, exactly, bro. Yeah, yeah. You are like a spaghetti. Yeah. They say that in Spain. They do. Spain Spanish. Spain Spanish, right. Um, yeah. But yeah, so and then my honorable mention um, actually was going to be The Conjuring, which I'll also note The Conjuring 2, also amazing. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it is. Conjuring 2 is really good. Yeah. Really? Yeah, dude. I love yeah, Conjuring 2. I thought that movie was I think the was Conjuring the 2 is a better version of the Seriously. <laughs> really? That's the one where they go to good. London, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there's that really cool shot where um, the the demon and the girl doesn't want um, the investigator to look, and so he turns around, and you see her blurry in the background, and she, like, changes into the old man and then changes back, but you can't yeah. see it. It's, it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like Conjuring too. Alright, maybe I just need to watch it again. Maybe because so. Because here's the other thing, is when you watch it with like a group and you're just kind of like poking fun at it, then yeah. no, yeah, no yeah, horror yeah, movies very different. Well, yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah, that's yeah. what happened to me with The Strangers. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie. Oh yeah, really, I just watched that actually. Really, really good horror movie that I watched. Liv Tyler's <laughs> Seven Foot Behemoth is actually Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> Glenn Howerton, um... Uh, I know like like he shows up he's yeah. in it for one scene and dies yeah. immediately he, he shows up uh, and I'm like oh yo Dennis is in this and then and I'm then like boom. dang it Dennis is Dennis not in was this, in this. <laughs> but, I, yeah. but I watched that in junior high with a bunch of my friends and we all just made fun of it and so I grew up thinking that that movie sucked and then watched it again recently and I was like oh this movie was awesome <laughs> like what do you so okay maybe maybe yeah, I'll However, I I will say of the Conjuring two, the Rumpelstiltskin guess my name element was pretty silly. I thought, just a little bit, like at the well, end of the movie. That well, that's like the whole like how they win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. True. Yeah. And it's just a little bit yeah. like, why? But hey, I mean, like, with, with <laughs> why horror movies, with horror movies, yeah. it really is hard to stick the landing. You know, with your reveal, in, with your, like... No. Is this happening? No. <laughs> Is this happening? You guys... <laughs> I was just Is trying to a... give us some actual content. Oh, you I thought you were going to segue. I thought you were going to segue. freaking out. Lucas and I both, like, started to lose our minds because of how professional <laughs> that sounded like it was going to be. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> no, I I can tu- I can turn it into it, but I was I was trying to I wanted you to talk about the Babadook. Yeah, um, well, the Babadook was but... my actual honorable mention, which is a great movie. <laughs> okay, that's all I have <laughs> I to also say. I haven't seen that one. You but, do um, seriously? Yeah, I know oh. everybody talks about it, and you guys just say it's unsettling and very creepy. And wait, what is? Sorry, I didn't catch what the Babadook. Said. Oh, I haven't seen it. Actually. You guys, we need. Oh, <laughs> I know. 
So <laughs> I, I didn't mean, watch maybe, that and Orphanage. I think yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of a lot of our fans may not have heard about this one. So if you have like a little sales pitch because you clearly like it a lot for the for the Babadook. Yeah. Okay, so the Babadook was a it, it was an. It was entered into like an Australian film festival and then I think it went to Sundance made with a very, very low budget, which that's one of my favorite things about um, horror movies. A lot of directors kind of start in horror because it's one of those like low budget um, genres. Like a lot of horror movies are very famously made with like little to no budget. Um, And it kind of like forces you to show off your creative chops a little bit in making this movie and so the movie is just about a, a woman and a child who um a woman and her son who start to be basically haunted by this children's book character named the babadook who um once you let it in you can't get it out um and he just kind of starts like terrorizing every aspect of their life and the reason that i like this movie because one of my things i agree with lucas i don't really like a lot of horror movies and i think it's because um a lot of them just are scary for the sake of being scary. They're like, we want to make something scary, so we're going to... Yeah, but it's, it doesn't even end up being scary, too. Exactly. Yeah. But this movie, <coughs> it it feels like they came up with a really good story, and they were like, okay, that would f- only fit in the horror genre, so we might as well make it like really scary. But it ve- it still feels very... like story centric and there's kind of like a message at the end and you feel like the the art of the movie has impacted you in a way you know and i just i think that that's kind of a a valuable thing in horror movies that you don't really get all that often and i i feel that way about babadook and the orphanage both of those movies have really um something significant to offer the viewer other than just being scared for 2 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely something that I really appreciate out of a horror movie. It's when they do something unique artistically or with a story instead of just like, oh, spooky times for, you know, an hour and a half. Um and that I would say honestly, horror is probably one of the hardest genres to make a movie of. Just because, yeah, it's low budget and you can technically make one easily, but in order to pull it off well, it's extremely difficult to, you know, build the suspense, have it be intriguing, have characters you care about, whether or not they die, have a, you know, intriguing and compelling antagonist or villain or, you know, supernatural whatever. Um, So it's very hard to get right, you know, which is why there's so much subpar horror out there but when it really hits it hits well and I do watch a lot of horror movies or I've watched a lot more horror movies in the last like year or so and I've come to appreciate a lot more that being said there's I've watched a lot of really bad horror movies over the last year but because I've kind of delved into it more I've come to appreciate a lot and so like honestly like the new Candyman movie um, that came out recently I thought was awesome like yeah, I thought I it was really it. good I wanted to it was cool I was surprised like I just kind of went to see it with a friend of mine and I thought it was awesome. I thought it was really cool, really unique visually and stylistically. And that director is actually going to be making Captain Marvel 2. Right. So that is the one thing that I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe Captain Marvel 2 will not be as horrible as one would think. Uh, the Marvels? But The Marvels. Is what it's called? Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of jump into my other point that I was making when you guys freaked out. But... 
with a lot of horror <laughs> movies. <laughs> you, you guys, I mean, the listeners couldn't see my face, but I was genuinely so confused of what yeah. I said. That, <laughs> oh, that was funny. Like, provoked such a reaction. Um, <laughs> but it's so hard to nail the landing when you have to reveal, like, the demon or, you know, the yeah. shark in the case of Jaws. Yeah. Of, like, when you actually get to see it, it never is as scary as, you know. Right. your imagination had built it up to be and so like big huge props to directors who can really navigate that and Mm -hmm. like stick the landing yeah Yeah. well and the other thing like for example with a quiet place and a quiet place part two Mm -hmm. um one of the things that's so scary about a quiet place is that they don't show you the monster like they'll show you little bits of it but it's like i don't know what it is you know it's like it kind of really stresses you out yeah um, and so with A Quiet Place 2, once you already know what they look like, you're kind of like, how are they going to do this? And they really had to change their strategy. It was no longer a stress of like, where is the creature? It became a stress of like, what is the creature doing and how do we beat the creature? You know? And so it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, because they couldn't rely on just the stress of what is this thing anymore? Because now you knew. And so... There, there really is a lot of like kind of tactic that goes into making these movies actually effectively scary, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and very, then very true. It always lends itself to the question, right? Like with a quiet place too. You know, you have just really landed one of the best horror movies of the past like five years with a quiet place, and so where do you take that? Do you keep the monster? Oh. Do you come up with a new monster? For directors, it's always a challenge, especially or writers oh. and directors, of taking a story and then making a sequel out of it. And so my question no. is, what horror movie... <laughs> oh, oh my what? gosh, he did it. He did. It's oh kind of a two-parter. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god. Is it two-parter? <laughs> yeah, well, what horror movie... And you can take it either way. You can do one part or the other or both. But what horror movie either got a sequel and that should have never been made, right? So what the horror movie sequel should never have been made? Or what is a horror movie that deserves a good sequel or a good reboot? Well, I'll tell you the correct answer. Please. And it is um, 28 Days Later, which is a wonderful horror movie that I think is great. True. Um, (laughs) Has a sequel called 28 Weeks Later. That is just a waste of space. Um, <laughs> is Killian Murphy even in that one? Killian Murphy is in that one. Um, but it's just, I don't know. I, I remember watching it, and it's been a really long time, so maybe this is um, no longer based. This might not be a <laughs> very accurate opinion, but I just remember watching it and thinking, this is just bad like it mm. just is continually not impressive which is frustrating because like on its own it would be bad but especially because it's following up 28 days later which is like one of the zombie movies like that's kind of like a, yeah. a zombie standard when you make a sequel to that and it falls flat it really hurts you know right and so hey um, well to to help you out with that, they are making another sequel called 28 Months Later. Oh, no. Is that, is real? that real? 
That's real. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding me. No, I'm not kidding. I don't know when it comes out, but that oh, was boy. officially announced. Nice. Oh boy. I wonder if anyone in universe is ever going to start noticing that bad things keep happening in increments of 28. <laughs> <laughs> and if that means if that matters to the like the virus that's spreading or whatever. No, but it it really was just like a frustrating sequel and I really did not like it. No, that's Yeah, I saw 28 days later, but I've not seen that other one cuz what you said just doesn't seem good or necessary. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a good answer. Um I so like I said before, I don't really watch a whole lot of horror, and so it's rare that I'll see the sequel. And typically, yeah. I mean like some of the ones I've seen, I've I've really enjoyed. I didn't love it chapter 2. I didn't think that was very good. Yeah, that was kind of a bummer actually. Because the book, it made sense for that to get the sequel because the book follows the kids and the adults. Right. But I thought the second one was not as good as the first one. So, yeah, that execution is... Yeah, it really wasn't wasn't that great. Um, and the first one still stands alone really well, just as a movie. Yeah. And so it really didn't need it. But, yeah, I, I know with the book, you, you want to do it in two parts. Um, and my answer was going to be The Conjuring 2, but apparently I need to rewatch that. Um, that is all right I'm going to double down because I have seen Jaws 2 and I have seen Jaws 3 and I have seen Jaws of Revenge no (laughs) way you've seen all four (laughs) I've seen all four and Jaws is great and I do think there's a lot of good things in Jaws 2 as well but Jaws 3 is horrible and unwatchable and Jaws the Revenge is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it is so boring. It's and it crazy is to me they made sequels to that. Yeah. yeah, it's like with the way that Jaws ends, you're like, okay, story <laughs> like, over. Story like, over. Very conclusive. Very definitive else end. that you could go with this. The shark yeah. had a kid. Had a child. <laughs> you know, and... Yeah. The Revenge is like a... I'm going to say The Revenge is my answer. Because it is... Li- I don't know if you guys know the story. But the wife... Well, it's the son of Jaws, right? Or something? No. Right? Well, so... I, I, I think it, that might the have wife. been the Sharks can't have wives. I don't know. The wife of Brody. Uh, oh, okay. Is it, I thought you were going to say the name? wife of Jaws. Yeah, yeah. Brody, in the original, um, she's... He has like a heart attack or something because... He was scared of the water or something like that. They just kind of brushed by it. <laughs> and then she moves away because she's like, oh, you know, my husband's dead. And I think her kid might have died or something like that, like one of her sons. And so she's like, oh, I need to move away. And guess where she moves? The Bahamas. <laughs> of Yo, move course. Inland. Inland. Um, just go to Oklahoma. <laughs> So she goes to yeah. the Bahamas, and this shark hunts her down as if, no. like, literally via psychic connection. <laughs> it just ha- it just can sense her, and she can sense the shark. These two are, two are fated to duel, and the shark dies. <laughs> fated to because duel. Because the shark, at the end of the movie, this is a spoiler, but I don't, I really do not yeah. care. Spoiler <laughs> alert for Jaws the Revenge, <laughs> Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> The shark comes AKA out of Jaws the water, four. right? Like the whole torso is just kind of moving along, you know, as if only the tail needs to be in the water. And Ugh. it gets impaled by a sailboat 
and then it explodes. <laughs> oh my yes. god. Yes. This is so, art. <laughs> I do not think that movie should ever have existed. And Michael Caine is in it. That's another no, thing. Really? He the is in it for a substantial amount. Oh my he's goodness. like, yeah, he's a big part of the movie. Anyway, so that's a, that's that's my answer for for horrible horrible sequel that should not have existed. Um, yeah, that's that's where I'll go with that. I think if they're gonna reboot one, I think it Josh. would actually be pretty good to see a Poltergeist remake. They made a Poltergeist um, there remake. Is a Poltergeist? Oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course they did. Thirteen, fourteen, something like that. How was it? Bad. Yeah, I, I uh, Sam uh, Sam Rockwell is in it. Really? Oh, well, now I have to go. see. Yeah, he's the main character. I've decided I'm going to do a Sam Rockwell marathon. <laughs> well, I guess you will see it. Then. Oh, and there's another honorable mention for a really good horror movie is Moon by uh, I can't even remember who it's directed by, but it's got Sam Rockwell in it. It's like a sci-fi like medium horror movie, and it's it's very stressful and suspenseful. Mm. It's cool. Well then, you know what? I'm not going to speak about that anymore because it could have been horrible. Could have been. And now, I feel partly responsible. Yep, Schrodinger's <laughs> cat. Schrodinger's cat. Well, <laughs> now it's my turn to answer the question. Do it. And my response to the question is Saw. I have only watched Saw 1, which is legitimately good. Yeah. Saw 1 has been so shrouded by the wiltiness of all of the sequels (laughs) that you don't even realize that the first one is good because there have been like a dozen after it and I haven't watched any of the sequels except for Spiral the newest one with Chris Rock and Sam Jackson which isn't technically a sequel it's just like in the same universe Mm. it was fine but like not really nearly as good as the first one but the first one I legitimately think is cool it has a really good twist it's got a really cool story just that whole idea. It's not nearly as like contraption-y or like gory as you would think based on the sequels. Because basically the sequels turn into how can we create these new traps and like make it as ridiculous as possible. Right. But the first one actually does have a really intriguing, like cool kind of mystery to it. Um, and unfortunately, all of the sequels are just like, all right, well, now let's uh, not do that and just see how many saw like there are seriously like nine saw sequels there's so many oh my gosh because that saw one um james wan who is a (laughs) prolific (laughs) horror director um he made saw that was his first movie but then he's also made insidious he made insidious one and two he made the conjuring one and two he also made um friggin malignant that just came out um paranormal activity (laughs) that guy is like basically the king of modern day horror franchises um but you know i like him and i like his movies generally also aquaman for some reason he's making aquaman one and two nice um hey i mean that's a natural progression for horror horror directors to go on and direct yep it really is actually because they get paid a lot more and like i said honestly it takes a lot of skill to make a good horror movie. And so bring that skill over to, mm-hmm. you know, a superhero blockbuster is kind of a pretty good transition. Exactly. If you can knock um, it out of the park with no budget, the the hope, I think, is that with a budget, they can really make something great. Yeah. yeah and a lot of the time, sure. they do. So. Yep. And then sometimes Very they make true. Aquaman. Just kidding. I never yeah. saw it. 
Neither did I. I thought it was totally all right. Uh, I only saw the scene where they best of the DC come up on the maybe? beach while it's playing Pitbull's cover of Africa. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> it's like no. ten seconds of the song is in that movie. Which fun fact is, um, you can use the any song, song legally if you use like less than fifteen seconds of it or something. Yep. And yep. It, fair use. Like yeah, with without needing to pay for it. And I think that that is under it. And so I don't <laughs> think they paid money to use Pitbull's Africa in Which also Aquaman. means they could have used any song. Yeah. They could have used and they, chose they could that. have used The Real Africa by Toto or Africa by Toto by Weezer and they chose by Weezer, Pitbull's yeah. Africa. Hey, it. But it was pretty fun. It was a pretty fun movie. I like that movie. Yeah, I'm just a Willem Dafoe guy. Anyway, Saw Saw would be one that I would say did not deserve any of the sequels, and I haven't watched any of them, and I probably never will. But the first one is legitimately good. I would definitely recommend it um, if you're in a whore and that stuff. Okay. My question to segue. Ooh, um, wow. Not, segue. <laughs> that was a frictionless <laughs> segue. It was pretty good, I know. I don't mean to brag, but it was pretty awesome. Um, is what is a horror trope that you absolutely despise? What is your least favorite horror trope? Because, like we were talking about, there are a lot of them. There are a lot of things that horror movies do that are not very cool or good. And what are what is the biggest one that you do not like? That is a good question. And I will go first. Okay. I guess. Thank you. <laughs> um, it, it happens not just... I'll say this. It doesn't just happen in horror movies, but I feel like it happens a lot in horror movies. Uh, and that is... High tense situation. Everything's about to go wrong. They've got to get out of there. They've got to get out of there right now. And and the car won't start. Dude, that's mine. Oh. That was what I was going to say. <laughs> you put the keys in. And it's like, look, we are at a point where cars are reliable. <laughs> yeah. To yeah, a yeah, yeah. pretty high margin. <laughs> yeah. And so just the fact that like I see that all the time is is just is just ex- I'm I'm sick of it. Let's come up with another delay or another thing that can help raise the the tension. But yeah, as soon as as soon as they get in the car and it doesn't start, I just roll my eyes. It doesn't increase the tension for me. It just kind of snaps me back into the oh yeah, this is just a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ruins so, the immersion. Sorry, Niall. I didn't mean to. No, that's okay. I got to so your trope. I... I'm just looking through a Google list of horror tropes now, trying to find a different answer. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll give mine, because I knew mine as soon as Jared asked his question, which is at the very regard... This doesn't happen for every horror movie, but it's to the point where it's almost every horror movie. And I saw it most recently in Malignant. Malignant. And that is that the movie ends, right? The, The... antagonist is defeated or captured or whatever but then there's some little thing at the very end where it's like but there's a chance of a sequel and it's it's just never ever well not never but so infrequently conclusive where it's just like hey end of horror movie horror movie's over it's over the antagonist has been defeated that's that right and certain movies kind of lend themselves to that like conjuring 
you know, it's kind of about this couple that goes around and does all this type of stuff. So that makes sense that there would be more than one. You don't really need to be like, ooh, there's this other thing. Right. Because it just kind of does it naturally. Malignant ends, you know, the antagonist is defeated and put into this like kind of prison thing. And the interaction between the characters, between the main character, her, and the antagonist is literally, she's like, yeah, I've trapped you in this jail now. And he's like, well, for now, you never know when I might get out. And then it, like, does this whole Zoom thing. And it's just like, come on, don't do that. Like, don't. Why? It's like, you have to bait a sequel. Do you have to bait a sequel at the end? Like, it, uh, it just bugs me. And at the very end of the ver- uh, the original Nightmare on Elm Street, this was... It's usually, like, studio oh. middling. Like, it's it's very infrequently the director who's like... That oh. ending made me so mad. So dumb. So basically, the movie ends, right? They defeat Freddy Krueger. And they're just looking... And then this Freddy Krueger's arm reaches out the window and grabs the girl into the back into the house. Mm-hmm. And, and that's first of all, the effects are horrible. The effect is horrible because it's literally an inflatable doll they use as the body that they drag into the house with the claw arm. Yeah. Um, and then the movie ends right there. And it wasn't that was not the original ending. It was going to be conclusive. They had actually defeated Freddy. But, of course, it's like, oh, hey, we could make more money off of this, which right. they obviously do because there's a million of those. Um, and even and, I don't even think maybe the first one was good in the day. And yeah, again, the first one is fun. It's it's not great, but it, it's a cool idea if nothing yeah, else. Like I it liked is, it. It's a cheesy watch nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, yeah. It, it, it's it's just annoying because there's some horror sequels that I would say are good that I didn't expect. Like Quiet Place, I was like, how are they making a sequel to that? Yeah. yeah. But then I thought Quiet Place Two was really good. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, um, that just that trope, just the. <laughs> heavy-handed, just yeah. not at all smooth. Oh, hey, look, a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, like, that's a problem that I have with just, like, movies in general right now. True. It's like, everybody oh, yeah. feels like everything has to franchise. And yep. it's like, Which is... it's okay for movies to just exist independently, you know? Yep. But It's anyway. refreshing when the, you watch a movie and it's not like, <laughs> yeah. you know. I found a trope. Like, last night in Soho. Last night in Soho. Awesome. Yeah. There's none of that nonsense. Right. Um, I saw a trope on this list on Google that I actually wanted to address. I don't think that... I. This is a trope that everybody always complains about. It actually doesn't bother me, so I'm going to bring it up so that I can defend it. And that is ah. the person going towards the creepy sound in their house. Um... Everybody is always like, no, don't go down the hall. You're so stupid. Get out of there. Why are you going towards it? And I'm like, I'll tell you the two reasons that they're going towards it. First of all, they're, they're in their house, which means they are in what they believe to be a protected settlement. They, like, yeah. if something creepy is going on, they are kind of in charge of it, right? And so they want to go yeah. and see what's up. Second of all, and most importantly, the plot needs to happen. Yeah. Because if this <laughs> person like, oh, okay, hears leave. something tip over in their living room and they leave their house and drive somewhere else, <laughs> the movie is over. That's the end of the movie. <laughs> so um, if you want the horror movie to happen, 
um, be okay with the fact that this person is going to walk down that dark hall towards the scary sound. Yep. I don't know why, but it bothers me so much when people complain about that because I'm like, hey, like you wanted to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. You, you knew that things were going to happen. Yeah. There has to be a certain amount of suspension and disbelief with, with everything. And especially when you get into horror movies, when people are like, just wasn't realistic. Like, shut up. It doesn't need to be. <laughs> what like, it's what part was yeah, unrealistic? Yeah. The part <laughs> where the demon came out of the person's, you know, yeah. closet. Yeah, I just feel like that would not have happened in real life. So I'd yeah. one out of ten. <laughs> one but out yeah, of ten. So that's my answer. That, that is my objectively correct response. Ah. Okay, well, I asked you if there was one you didn't like, but you responded yeah. with one you did like. Yeah, well, so I, I didn't even say that I did like it. I just wanted to defend like it that? because I was trying to... <laughs> here, let me find... Um, no, no, no we're, we fine. moved it's on. Fine. That was an excellent <laughs> The name of this trope says, Girl Runs and Falls. <laughs> That's a that's a trope I don't like. All right, like. that's your answer. Yeah, yeah that's like kind it. of like a. Uh, I hate it when I'm watching a movie and girl runs and falls. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, is I I am more on board with that because if I'm like freaked out and my yeah. adrenaline adrenaline's running, my body's just kind of moving. I don't have as much. Yeah, motor if I am girl, I, I will would. run and fall. If I am girl, oh, I run fall. This you know is, what I'm saying? Wait, but if I'm trying to turn on my car. And it doesn't start. That's not because yeah. I'm freaking out. That's, that's not because, because my car. That's not because is I'm girl, and that is not because I'm faulty. <laughs> okay, listen to this. This is the first thing it says under it, because all of them have a little paragraph describing what it is. It seems kind of sexist to imply that terrorized girls don't know how to run through the forest without <laughs> falling down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, yeah, that is true. Huh. It just seems so. <laughs> Heavy-handed. <laughs> Interesting how it's only girl runs and falls and not boy runs and falls. Yeah. You're hmm. sexist for putting it on the list as girl runs and falls. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Why don't you say people runs and falls? <laughs> run and fall. Just run and <laughs> run fall. And fall. <laughs> My just, least favorite horror fall. movie trope is run and fall. That's a good answer, Niall. That's, I think, objectively the right answer. I, I think you're right. You know what? And with that, we're going to give you a nice orange boy ado. We're going to give you a nice run and fall to the end of the episode. And <laughs> conclude good. our it's talk about, about <laughs> horror movies on Halloween. Yeah. Thank you all for so listening. Was, I yeah. hope you get spooked tonight. And I hope you can eat some delicious pumpkin meat. I hope you get spooked and booped. Thanks for listening if you made it this far. Yeah, if this you made it this far, one. you are truly one of the real ones. And <laughs> we apologize again for whatever this one <laughs> just was. We apologize again. All right. See you guys. <laughs>